We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening to Mile High Insiders with Nick Kendall and Luke Patterson. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Now, it's time to find out what's going on behind the walls of UC Health Training Center. There we go. What is up, Broncos country? It's a Wednesday night, which means it's time for MHI with Thomas Hall and yours truly. Tom, what's up, man? <laughs> Still on the road, man, but I'm I'm almost done. And so I'm coming at you from a hotel conference room, which is uh, it's interesting. So hopefully that goes well. But uh, yeah, the drive today, though, man, oh, what a mess. I'll tell mm. you, I, I think that they should reopen Alcatraz just for the people that <laughs> hang out in the left lane and don't get over. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh man, I absolutely coming off the top rope early. I absolutely <laughs> love it. No, man, it's it's traffic is tough. You know, working from home, I only really kind of commute during training camp and the limited access that I'm given to for the Denver Broncos Centura Health Training Center. Things are locked down over there, man. So yeah. not a lot of traffic for me lately. I'm hoping it changes as we're wrapping mini camp up, you know, but traffic training camp wise can be a little brutal now, especially yeah. with Sean Payton in the house, anticipating a heavy crowd. So be ready to fight some traffic with me, baby at training camp. Get this there summer. early, get there. That's early. right. Get there <laughs> early folks. It's going to be fun. But before we get to training camp guys today, we've got to talk Broncos mini camp. All right. It was day two in the books, Sean Payton, the new rule, the new law of the land, if you will, uh, <laughs> definitely making a, Good impression on Broncos country. We'll talk a little bit about what coach had to say, but the bigger news of the day, Vance Joseph quote, we're back. He is <laughs> back. He was back at the podium today, folks. Uh, yeah. That's right. I'm not, I'm not pulling your leg here. Don't wait for the punchline. Vance Joseph, defensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos. Uh, I don't want to say he was introduced because we already know coach, but it's the first public appearance that we saw of Vance Joseph since Sean Payton has had things locked down, radio silent over there at Centura Health Training Center, Tom. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting because I, I wouldn't, uh, I've done it myself. I wouldn't, uh, you know, get after anybody for, you know, being a little bit on the fence with Vance Joseph after his stint in Denver. And I am as well. So it will really be interesting. And I said this the other day, it will be very interesting to see how much Sean Payton rubs off on Vance Joseph. And maybe we'll see a bit of a change throughout the season through his press conferences, how he, how he does things. And, you know, cause it's important, you know, to, to have a good coach who can kind of show you, the way to do things is he was in over his head to start. So it will be interesting to see this press conference compared to the press conferences of the past. And then as the year goes on, how, how does he, uh, how does he handle himself? I think it'll be interesting. Interesting to be sure, because neither one of us were over the moon with the hire. I don't think anybody particularly was other than Vance Joseph here in Broncos country when coach was um, officially named defensive coordinator under Sean Payton's staff. However, 
being a huge Sean Payton fan and advocating for Sean Payton as the number one head coach for your Denver Broncos. I got to roll with Sean on this one, man. Coach yeah. knows best. He knows better than I do. That's for damn sure. Dominique Martin coming in saying MHH for life. Go Broncos. Of course, our very own DVA encourages everybody to make sure you hit that like button on the way in and share. Got to get to our guy, David. David, 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 man, in the live stream before we're live at all, pre-gaming, right. MHI on his Wednesday night. David, a huge friend of the show. Thank you, brother. Generous five bucks. Good evening, Broncos country. Luke, Tom, Dylan, and Deacon Scott getting really excited, and I cannot help myself. Hashtag MHH for life. Buck em. Denver Broncos for life. David, we can't help ourselves either, man. That's why we have podcasts every single night of the week. That's why we have a no subscription milehighhuddle.com article publication that you can go to at your leisure. Again, that's milehighhuddle.com. Follow us on Twitter at milehighhuddle. And David, you're exactly right, man. Things are getting getting exciting. We're in the middle of June, fellas. I mean, Tom, David, Broncos country, we are so close to these guys taking a little break after Friday minicamp is over folks. And speaking of that coach, Sean Payton had the longest practice of his tenure as Broncos coach today, about two and a half hours. That's per good old Mike Kliss. And uh, that's interesting as well, because there's also been that, that notification from head coach, Sean Payton, if you will, that it's not going to be, let's jack around the next two days and play field day, much All like right. the Broncos have in the past. He said, quote, we're going to practice um, no goofy stuff. And I absolutely love it because that is what this team needs. Well, I mean, they've got to do something different after the last few years for sure. So if they were off having fun and maybe this will change it up, who knows? <laughs> Something's got to change. And hopefully this, this new philosophy, it's not just not going and having fun, you know, going bowling or whatever. It's actually a whole new philosophy and bringing that philosophy onto the field. That's what's important. And that's what he's trying to instill. Right. And you can't do that first year coach. Maybe in his third year, he could, uh, you know, go have a field day or whatever, but first year it's all business because that has to get implemented and bought into really through now and through training camp, because once you hit preseason, you better be bought in or you are out. You can't get into club dub. That's right. That's right. Sean Payton's very own club club dub and the saints. For those of you who don't know what club dub is, it's my favorite thing ever. And I'm never going to stop talking about it. Club dub was an audio system that Sean Payton went to the New Orleans Saints ownership and said, I want this. I want other teams to hear our team celebrating when we're on the road and we're going to call it club dub. And it's got me thinking ever since he said that. I mean, Sean Payton knows how to have fun with these guys, folks. Make sure. no mistake about that. He understands when you can have fun. And you know what's fun? Winning football games. Streaks <laughs> against the Kansas City Chiefs, against the Raiders. That's right, folks. The Raiders have had the Broncos number for quite a while now. I mean, yep. this bleep I almost just cursed has to end and Broncos country is sick of it and speaking of Broncos country our very own Troy coming in here 999 super thank you so much for all the support Troy hey guys any news on how miss is doing I'm uh I think a little Moss Moss Riley oh Moss. okay Riley Moss yeah. my dad actually yeah. asked about Riley Moss too today we were just on the phone and was talking about of course our subject which we're going to get to Vance Joseph Quote, we're back. He was back today at the podium. Uh, <laughs> kind of first new opportunity to see Vance in his new duties as defensive coordinator. And yeah, Riley Moss. People want to know about Riley Moss. I haven't heard anything specific, but that's nothing new. Because as I just said into this microphone, Sean Payton is very restrictive on what information is being allowed to be viewed, seen, talked about, regurgitated, tweeted, what have you. It's coach's way. Yeah, and there's been some sound bites, right? A, a few days ago, Josie Jewell was talking about Riley Moss having having a good day. Um, you know, Jerry Judy's kind of sung his praises a few times. So I, I think the you know the talk that you the little sound bites that you do get here and there, people talking about it, what people are said that he's he's doing well. I mean, but you have to also say he's a rookie. You know, he's uh, he's going to have a a pretty big obstacle, pretty big leap into the NFL, no matter what his potential is. So it's nice to hear good things coming out about him, you know, when you can glean it, but you're right. It, there's not a lot of chatter. It's only uh, bits and pieces, but from what I've heard and what we're kind of hearing in the past 
couple weeks, he's he's doing fine. You know, he's he's looking good. People are impressed. Yeah, man, it's one of those things. Hey, rookie, know your role. Period. Yeah. And you know, there's there's some something to be said for rookies. You know, should be seen, not heard in that first season. And guys understand that. And he's got to he's got to make the team. I mean, nothing's guaranteed, right? I I don't see the Broncos cutting Riley. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Moss, no way. In fact, I think Riley Moss is gonna like possibly just potentially maybe earn AFC special teams player of the week. He's got that kind of a potential to impact the game. Um, I think he's gonna make his presence felt, and it's gonna be tough to get past some of these these really good defensive backs. Kwan Williams, man, one of my favorite players, right? You're not gonna jump over this guy anytime soon. But injuries happen, and sometimes you're thrust into a new role. And it's exciting to see potential from these new DBs. Yeah. Speaking of DBs, Pastor Tan, I don't know if you heard out there on the East Coast, Tom. Pastor Tan was returning punts yesterday. You know who's <laughs> Guess whose call that was? Yeah, that must have been Sean Payton. But I don't know, man. That that makes me pretty nervous, especially when you went out and got got a couple people who are special teamers, right? But uh, maybe it was for fun, but I definitely don't want uh, the number one cornerback fielding punts and returning it when you have Riley Moss or somebody else that you can bring in. To you have Montreal Washington, Tom. You can yeah, do put it him back in there. Give him another <laughs> shot. I'm still on the Montreal Washington bandwagon. Uh, I think he's going to get it together. He needed to be developed, man. He needed to develop and you he can he can turn it around. I'm 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 rooting for him for sure. Oh, you're the only one. Uh Michaela <laughs> Israel coming in here at generous five dollar super. Thanks, Michaela. Appreciate you and Cooper. Hope you guys are doing so well. Good evening, Broncos Country. Hashtag MHH for life. Looking forward to meeting you guys at the MHH meet and greet on week seven. Michaela and Cooper against the Green Bay Packers here in Broncos country. Again, guys, come on out. Say what's up. Hang out with some of your favorite podcast hosts. We're going to have some writers in the house from MHH as well. Uh, Scott will be there. Chad, Zach, yours truly, MHI. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, but before we get there, training camp is going to be fun too. You're going to hear us promoting this and talking with you guys because we want to see you there. Broncos training camp is usually starting, what, Tom, end of July, somewhere around 24th, 25th-ish yeah. is traditionally when training camp kicks off. We're going to have a lot of special content coming your way, guys. So thank you very much for the support, Michaela, and Broncos country. Uh, we're super, super pumped for this next coming season, MHI. I mean, Tom, we've only been together a short period here on MHI, but I feel like we're we're really eyeing a special season for this show. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Uh, you know, we started back, I think, was it mid-January or early February, something like that. So it's only been a few months, and we yeah. really we haven't had a season together. So I think there's a lot to come, man. I think it's going to be fun, and the I think, I think the the big stuff's going to start when we're out there in training camp, right? Out there sweating yeah. our tails off, 
you know, bringing you arguing information that other people can't bring you. Right. We're in our own perspective. You Boom. have your own. I have my own. It'll be fun. And if you're out there, you know, come say hi. But hopefully uh, there's going to be at least, you know, there's usually 10, 10 or 12. Right. Open to the public. So it'll be good. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then I try to, you know, I try to get credentialed because you can kind of pick a limited amount of days, especially now with Sean Payton, too, because the national media, man, they're here like right. <laughs> Sean Payton, you know, Russell Wilson, shocker. It's a national story. Right. Uh, I try to save those credential days for joint practice because that time everybody's out there and you get to see some really interesting things. It's what you get to hear a little bit more than what you could see on, on the sideline where media is at. Um it's interesting the difference because you could definitely see training camp way better sitting on the hill. And that's where we're going to be, man. And it's funny. We've talked about it. You never know who you're going to see on the hill, too. Broncos, Ring of Famers, Legends, Super Bowl champs, current Denver media. I mean, come on out and say hello. It's going to be a lot of fun. Isaiah coming in. Broncos country, how are we feeling? We're feeling excited, man. And we're also excited. Huge congratulations is in order to the Denver freaking Nuggets. I never thought I would see it in my lifetime, Tom. And I found yeah. myself welling up with tears a little bit and celebrating with my wife and my daughter the parade in the mile high city is tomorrow what a special special week for denver yeah it's been pretty good for uh you know broncos country in general or, or denver in general you got the abs last year you got the uh nuggets this year got some you know pretty good uh D pretty hockey. good potential for the broncos maybe to turn it around yeah. so you might see a you might see a good couple runs, you know, the abs aren't bad and the nuggets have a good team. So, you know, it might be one of those things where you see a few more kind of trickle in, in the next few years, hopefully that'll be good for Denver. No, it's going to be huge. And you had Broncos in the house to watch game. It was game five. Right. And yeah. uh, I, I mean, you had Sean Payton there. You had Russell yeah. Wilson there. Russell Wilson was with his wife, Sierra um, Peyton Manning. The sheriff was in the house, of course. Right. Sure. But it was Sean Payton, when you've got, the pressure's on, right? It's all anybody can talk about now, the Broncos, because there's nothing going on, and no offense to you Rockies fans, there's like three of you out there, but the Rockies aren't doing diddly. They don't ever do diddly, and they're never going to do diddly because their owner just cannot figure things out. So everyone's focus is now on the Denver Broncos. Uh, this is kind of becoming, I don't want to say title town, but the trophies are starting to stack up here in the Mile High City, and the trophy that is always at the highest peak on that mantle, the one that is just shines a little bit brighter than the rest. Uh, it's definitely worth its weight in gold. And then some it's the Lombardi trophy, Tom. Yep. I mean, there is nothing like those three Lombardi trophies over there at uh Centura health training center, man. It's, it's a thing of beauty. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, that that's the pinnacle for, for many people. I, I know there's, I don't want to diminish the, you know, the, the abs or the, the nuggets now. I mean, the, the winning a championship is very hard, but you're right. It all revolves around the football team. And, you know, we're going to watch them get better uh, with Sean Payton, regardless of what I, how I feel about him as a person, he's going to coach this team better. So easy. Jesus. <laughs> man, Tom, you just coming out hating on Sean Payton, man. Bounty no, no. We, we get I, it, Tom. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I said, I said he served his time. He was suspended for a year. Hopefully he learned his lesson kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's going to, when it comes down to winning football games that, you know, they're, they're primed to start winning some football games. I think they got the, I think they have the players in, in line. They're building yeah. a pretty good team. They got some young players that are coming up. You're going to watch, you know, people were bad mouthing a little bit about that draft last year, but you're going to watch two defensive linemen playing a pretty sizable role, a cornerback after that, uh, you know, that class last, last year, that's going to play a sizable role. You're going to see some of these people step up and uh, there's going to be a young nucleus of that team coming together. I think it's a good future. I, they just need to make sure Russell Wilson takes that step back to where he was for the next few years. And I think there's, a lot of potential on this team. A lot of potential and a lot of expectations. Our guy Michael Ronquillo coming in from Arizona. What's up, Mike? Hopefully you're doing well, enjoying that Nuggets win, brother. Good evening, Thomas Hall and Luke on the Mile High Insiders. Go Broncos and Buckham. 
Michael, thank you so much for all of your support again with us since day one, since the show started. And we really, really appreciate your friendship and all of your support. Uh, guys, you're not obligated to. We appreciate everybody for spending their time with us. But if you are able to and feel inclined to, Super Chats definitely and Facebook stars help us keep the lights on here at Mile High Huddle and MHI specifically uh, during the off season. It also allows your comment, whatever that be, a question, a hot take, it bumps you guys to the front of the line. So definitely want to disclose that moving forward in the show because as the season heats up, there are going to be a lot of questions, especially around training camp on what we're seeing things like that and we love to try to get it everybody in this show but if we don't message us privately on twitter tom will write you back i'll write you back that's at thomas hall nfl on twitter yours truly at luke patterson lp we would greatly appreciate a follow on the show that's at mhi underscore pod and send us your questions via dm it doesn't have to cost you anything or anything like that we're just super pumped to be talking about hopefully fingers crossed Relevant football in the Mile High City, Tom. It's coming. I, I, I just it can't be it can't be this bad for much longer. So it's coming. I'm excited. You know, I think it's going to start in training camp because you and I were out there, and we saw the practices, and then we're going to have a uh, another same view, same vantage point of a different type of practice, and I think we're going to come away a little bit more pleased with how those are run, how things are going. And so I'm excited, man. I'm going to be up there on the, the grass with you with my spotting scope and my notebook. And uh, it's going to be fun. But you're going to see a totally different, totally different practice. And that, and, and from my perspective, that's going to imply a better season based on what I saw from last year. Which was garbage. Last year's yeah. training camp was horrible. The training camp before that was horrible. It's been bad. All right. It's, it's been bad. Finally, there's an adult in the room and we're all very, very happy for it. Keith Brugman, one of our dudes. What's up, Keith? Hopefully you're doing well, man. Uh, I get another one of our guys that's yeah. been with us since the show started. Happy birthday, Frank Clark? Question mark. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that today. It was Frank Clark's birthday. Happy birthday to Frank Clark. It might surprise some people that I'm saying that because I wasn't through the moon with the Frank Clark signing. I'm not outraged. I'm not upset. I just feel like the Denver Broncos could have gotten a better pass rusher in unique Ningakwe. I liked him a lot. We've talked about him on this show. Um, for me, it's some of the checkered past of Frank Clark that bothers me a little bit. I do know that he's getting up there in age. That doesn't mean this is a bad signing. I just would have preferred another pass rusher. However, what the hell do I know? I've never been a defensive coordinator. I've never been in the NFL. Um, if Sean Payton says Frank Clark can play, Damn it, he's going to play, especially at the outside linebacker position. Yeah, and the, and the intangible he brings, just like the uh, fullback that they signed uh, from Kansas City, is a championship mentality, right? They just won a championship, and you know Andy Reid has won two in the last uh, few years. So there's, there's a championship mentality that they're going to bring, right? All the other stuff aside, that's important. Those are intangibles. Frank Clark, is, that that's you know a championship mentality. Uh, Burton front there at the foot, fullback. You know we saw it back in 1997. Mm. You know when uh, Romanowski came on board, had that championship mentality. A little bit, maybe a little bit different. He'd been there San Francisco longer, but he brought a different edge. And so I'm hoping that that translates mm. here. And I I think that may be why uh, Sean Payton chose him over somebody else because. You know, th that's an intangible that hopefully he can bring. Now, I, the person that he seems to be, I don't know if that matters, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Romanowski wasn't a nice guy either. <laughs> no, you're right. But you're trying to change a culture, right? You're trying to change a culture. And I get that you can't stay up at night worrying about guys getting arrested, right? What's going to happen is going to happen. And you just hope and pray for the best and hope that, the culture you're trying to instill rubs off on these guys. Um, I'm not saying I expect Frank Clark to get in trouble. Would it surprise me? Probably not. Um, I'm not rooting for it. I hope that he has a great tenure here with the Broncos. I just don't necessarily buy into the championship mentality with Frank Clark. I get yeah. that he's a good football player, but that's also being a byproduct of playing with Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. It's a team sport. I get it. I can't take away any of Frank Clark's championship rings or his success in the NFL, and I won't try to do it. I guess we should be happy, right? We've been 
moaning, if you will, you want to clean it up for podcasting uh, about <laughs> the Broncos getting an edge defender. Well, boom, there we go. There's right. an edge defender. David coming back in, one of our defenders here of MHI, $2 super. Thanks, David. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Someone get Thomas a trust in Peyton t-shirt. That's what I'm saying, David. I mean, like, Thomas, you're kind of hedging your bets on my guy a little bit. Like, you're excited, but you're not, like, super excited. And you like him, but then you also kind of want to kill him. And we're very confused here on MHI. From a football perspective, on the field, I'm bought in. I think he's a great coach. I said that before. Uh, I think he, you know, winning games is one of the most important things to him. And if you're, you know, if you're a football team, that's what you got to do. I'm not hating on Peyton as far as what he can do for the Denver Broncos football club. He's going to make them winners. I just, uh, you know, I've I've been excited the last couple of years and yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I know, man. It's you're you're a glutton for punishment, right? That's all of yep. us here in Broncos country, at least. I, oh, you, you represent a good, healthy base of, of of all the fans here in Broncos country. When you say that, I mean, we've been building up the off seasons every off season, and it's, it's how many Super Bowls since 2015? You know, it's kind of it's kind of tough when you look at those things. But the Nuggets winning the championship definitely notched that pressure up as if it couldn't go up anymore here in the Mile High City. Mike S. coming in. Would love that shirt, David. Mike, how dare you talk about uh, the show being late, too, by the way, which was my fault. Mike's in the chat being like, what was up with the delay? Mike, it was three minutes, man. <laughs> Busting my chops. Mike's one of our guys, dude. Mike's been supporting us since the beginning. Yeah. I always say your best friend's a guy that challenges you, and Mike likes to challenge me. I challenge yeah. him right back. We appreciate you, Mike. No, it was my bad. Um, Scott's taking the night off, so I was trying to figure out the Facebook stars. Because you would think at 32 years old, I'd be okay with technology. I'm not the best. I just got the new iPhone 14. So, Mike, forgive me. I'm catching up. I, I realized how far I was behind. I had the iPhone 8 and went from the 8 to the 14. So, you know, a good six generations of phones, and I, I'm starting to catch up. I like those the better, though. They're so small. These new ones are so big. You can't put them in your pocket very easy. So I like the little ones, man. It's too big. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'd go back. Said. Talk about going back to old school. I'd go back old, even farther back, man, if I could. <laughs> oh, no. You want you want to get a – all right. The Nokia was dope. I'll give you that. The Nokia, I'll, the flip phone, I started – I didn't start with, but I really liked the BlackBerry, you know, with the little yeah. um, keyboard and everything. But it had that mystical wizard's ball in the middle that would always get crud in it and <laughs> fail. And I don't know, man. But, Mike – Forgive me, please, for the three-minute delay. We're trying to make it up here on MHI. We just appreciate you guys joining the show every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Mountain. Get it yours truly at Luke Batterson LP, at Thomas, at Thomas Hall NFL. And you can also catch Thomas on two of our other shows here on MHH. That's right. Seven days a week. And Thomas is rocking three of those days. Wednesday yeah. night with us here on MHI, 6 p.m. Mountain. You've got Legends of Mile High on Friday mornings. And then Orange Blue View with ron white on saturday night that rhymed and it sounded so good um so please be sure to get it thomas and the rest of his shows as well let's get to the subject at hand that's vance joseph quote we're back he coined that phrase and he will always have it uh <laughs> i want to see a vance joseph we're back shirt maybe i could try to wear one of those before i get myself kicked out of a credentialed broncos practice this training camp but coach was asked a couple of good questions right and a lot of bad questions out there and it drives me crazy when you just 
it, you could throw up a softball question while at the same time being respectful. It's the questions that are just kind of wasting my time that drives me absolutely nuts. But Broncos country was eager to see Vance Joseph, Tom. They, they were trying to see what's the deal with this guy. He's back. <laughs> no pun intended. Yep. Um, but but what's that look like? And Mike Kliss came at him right away and asked, you know, did you have to kind of put your pride aside did you have to put some feelings aside and coming back to denver and vance joseph uh had a very classy elegant and honest answer saying quote it was a fair process it's a league of winning so if you don't win there's going to be change it was never personal for me i came here and i worked my butt off and it just didn't work i'm back now and my focus is to play great defense for sean payton and to win games i've never had it in my heart leaving here four years ago and uh coach also referenced Vance Joseph that he kept his home here in Colorado right again has Colorado roots went to see you up the road in Boulder uh kept kept that here and then talked about how he did have other opportunities after he was dismissed as the defensive coordinator at Arizona remember those rumors Vance Joseph possibly to Philly I, I mean that would have been huge for Vance Joseph he ultimately chose Denver and I believe, Coach, when he said that it, there's no ego up there. Vance Joseph, at first glance, I wasn't there at the press conference today, but at first glance, looking at Vance Joseph, he looked comfortable. He looked thankful. He was honest. And he had a very good Vance Joseph energy to him. He didn't say it was a great practice or anything like that. So let's just, you know, <laughs> mix don't. those jokes real quick. Uh, but I was I was welcoming and pleasantly surprised at how Vance Joseph did today. I didn't know what to expect, but I think Coach was very honest, and he was very, very appreciative to Sean Payton for this opportunity. Yeah, and I think the answer was great. I mean, for the question, that was a great answer. I mean, you couldn't really have answered it any better because, you know, a lot of people, like you, say, like you said, ego gets in the way. They'll, you know, maybe they'll say something that, you know, kind of gives a shot at, uh, at the – old uh, leadership there or something, but you know, Vance Joseph came in, said what he needed to say. It was a good, it was a good answer. And uh, it actually showed that he's kind of advanced a little bit in my mind from where, what we saw back when he was the head coach at Denver. So that's, a, that's it. You know, you can't, I, I, I won't, I'll be the first one. You can't just say, Oh, he gave one, uh, you know, one answer. And now let's jump on the bandwagon. But you know, that's a sign of progression, a sign of growth. And that's what he needs to happen for Vance Joseph. In my mind, he needs to keep getting better. And I think he's going to learn and get better. David, thank you for the super chat talking about the bag phone. Yeah, actually, I've got a whole uh, thing that I want to do that's even farther back. So uh, <laughs> it has to do with the rotary phone and I'm going to do it in my 79 Ford. So I have a rotary phone as a cell phone kind of thing. So that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I like uh what's up, Carol? She loved that comment from David too. David, man, David's a character. I tell you what, yeah. man, he gets the chat going, and we've always got a really fun chat. Broncos country, if you haven't, come on in the live chat here on YouTube, Facebook, wherever you get this podcast. Fire away a question, a comment. It doesn't have to be a super chat. Again, that super chat gets you to the front of the line. However, we try to make sure that we answer people's questions. And I see a lot of talk right now about Pastor Tan returning punts. We briefly yeah. touched on that yesterday. That was uh, head coach Sean Payton's call. Surprise, surprise. But there's a little bit of a debate, you know, as, as you mentioned, you weren't particularly thrilled with the move. I don't think you're going to see Pat Sertan out there doing it. But if you have a Montreal, Washington situation and another guy's just not doing well and you need a surefire ace in the hole, it sure as hell is good to know that you've got Pat Sertan. I mean, I'd be shocked at what the guy can't do out there. Uh, he's just a generational talent. And Vance Joseph talked about Pat Sertan today. Saying, quote, he's special. His special trait is his intelligence. He also called him a prototypical cornerback with size and the ability to play the ball, to tackle, all his different special talents. But speaking again on that intelligence, on being prepared, on just knowing the game of football, that's the type of stuff that gets me excited. Vance Joseph reuniting with Josie Jewell, Justin Simmons. He coached Kareem Jackson in Houston. Um, so it's kind of cool to see there are still a few players remaining from Vance Joseph's former defense, or at least he's had an opportunity to coach these guys. And the big takeaway I got from Vance Joseph in terms of X's and O's today, folks, um, 
Dom coming in real quick too, saying Champ Bailey returned punts. Man, do you remember when Champ Bailey would beg Mike Shanahan to get in there and play wide receiver and yeah. stuff like that? Just a quick tangent on Champ Bailey. I saw Dom's comment in there, and I'm like, yeah. dude, that he was I, that was felt like yesterday. He did it. He did it a few times, but uh, towards you know after a few years in the in the league, he stopped doing it. But yeah, I remember you know I remember him being out there on offense. He wanted to be. He wanted to play both ways. You know, because he can contribute. I mean, the guy's a superior athlete. So, and he did it in college. But you, you don't want your number one guy out there fooling around if you don't have to have him. And and that's the thing about Pat Sertan catching punts. It could be a situation going back to old school back when they brought Jim Leonard in. They had a dynamic punt returner, but wasn't sure handed all the time. But Jim Jim Leonard always caught it, never fumbled, and that's what they needed, right? So maybe it's a situation where they're like we know you're always going to catch the ball, just go fair catch it and don't fumble. Yeah, it's interesting, man. And and Vance is definitely at an advantage having a guy like Pat Sertan on the team. But listening, like I was talking about just a second ago before I got off on my Champ Bailey rant, I just I'm a I'm a sucker for Champ Bailey. All right. Like I just I am and I always will be. So when I see Champ in the chat, you're probably gonna get me hook, line, and sinker. Coach Vance Joseph talked today about looking for different ways to do things. He talked about marriage. No, 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 not like traditional marriage or you know, spouses or partners, anything like that. He talked about trying to marrying defenses, if you will. He tried to talk about taking elements from Vic Fangio, from Israel Evero, and his own defense. He wants to keep this defense's strengths intact while also evolving. He talked a lot about his assistant coaches, some that were held over from the previous defense and coaching staff. Uh, Coach Parker is one of those guys. And Coach Sean Payton's talked about it. He prides himself on saying, you know, we've got a little bit of old, a little bit of new, and we're constantly trying to evolve together. Sean Payton called Vance Joseph, quote, quote, saying, I think he's an extremely good leader. That's today. Uh, He said, with Vance's calmness, he's a very good communicator. And I thought that was fascinating because you just talked about Vance Joseph possibly evolving, not only as a coach, but as a man. Sean Payton seemingly signing off on that evolution. Yeah. And that's important. And, you know, the, the, but the main thing is, can he make this defense good enough? Right. That's where the, the big question has to be. Can he coach this defense to as good as what Evero had done? Right. It's just, it's a pretty close to the same defense. I mean, there's been a few changes, but Evero until injuries happened, had that pl- defense playing top five, right. They were, they were an elite defense to start that season. And then the injuries took its toll if Vance Joseph can get anywhere close to that, I'm going to jump on board. Right. But he had, there's the, the players are there for him to have a good defense. So he's got, regardless of what he can say or evolve as a person, he has to be able to make those game plans and make those little adjustments during the game in order for them to, you know, to, to stop the D stop the offense when it's necessary. Right. They, he has to, and, and exactly. that's to judge him first and foremost, once the season starts and, and if he's in the, if the defense is somewhere in the 20th, then he's a failure. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You know what's not a failure? Our community here at MHH, That's man. Right. This is a huge success because of all the positive energy, support, love, uh, everything that Broncos country has to give here at MHH, specifically MHI, and having some people answer our call of duty, so to speak, joining the show for a very first time. I want to shout some of those folks out. Uh, Dominic Carmillo was in there right away saying he's listening and he's coming to the YouTube chat. And then CADCON's coming in here as well. And I want to give you guys a shout out. I want the rest of the MHH community to jump these guys in. We'll pack them with all kinds of MHH orange and blue love. And uh, let's give you guys a shout out. CADCON, welcome to the show. I'm from Kentucky and I've been watching the pod for almost two years now while I'm eating dinner. Do you guys have any thoughts on the fight at practice today? 
After the team seeming so lethargic last year, I love the intensity. Tom, I wasn't aware there was a little scrap today at practice. Do you? Yeah, uh, I kind of saw something about the, a little scrap, but I don't know who it was between. I, I, I but you know, like like you just said, uh, CanCon, there's going to be some more intensity. Uh, people know they're fighting for their jobs, and and that can get literally now. Swearing. <laughs> Think about it, though. Sean Payton's already put people on notice. If you're not buying in and you're not going out and doing what's what it takes, you're not going to be on this football team. And when people, you know, fights, it happens, right? You know, these people are sacking each other around intense game. It does happen, but it just shows you it's already starting. People are already getting to the point where they know their jobs are on the line. And I'm talking veterans too. And we'll talk about, we can talk about a veteran that, that we had uh, chatted before this thing's uh, this show started. There's some people who are uh, really nervous about making this team. They should be. They're so nervous that they're making huge life decisions outside of football. And we will touch on that. Excellent tease. Everybody loves the tease. Uh, Patrick <laughs> Wiltsy coming in here. I love this. Longtime listener, first time chatter. Uh, <laughs> Patrick, man, I could tell you've nice. listened to radio your whole life, dude. I grew up on radio. That's why I got into podcasting. I've done a little bit of radio here in the Mile High City. Um, some segments, hosted a show last year. I- I've had a lot of fun with it, man, but listening to radio is still one of my favorite things. It's a dying art, if you will, and I hate to say that. Um, just because the podcast has changed everything. Digital media has changed everything. But Patrick, I love it. Long time listener, first time chatter. And if that is you, if you're new to the show here on MHI, come on over to the live thread. We'll give you a shout out. And I would love for you to represent Patrick's line here. Long time listener, first time chatter. We will read that (laughs) on this show and get you out there. I wanted to get a question from my guy, String Guy. String String Guy? String Cheese? Where are we at here? Yeah, string guy. My bad, dude. Um, it wasn't Tom Hayton. Uh, <laughs> it, it was talking about, you know, string guy saying, yeah, 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 Luke. I'll believe it when I see it. A good press conference yeah. is fine, but I can't jump on the BJ bandwagon until he proves he can coach top 10 defense. Yeah. That would be great, man. I hear you. I'm not trying to say go out there and become Vance Joseph's number one follower on Twitter <laughs> and get at coach and love him and ask for his autograph at camp. I'm not asking for any of that. I'm just saying, so far, so good. Speaking of so far, so good, our guy, GLP, Gary Leeds Palmer in the house at 999 Super. Thank you so much, Gary. Hey, Thomas, Luke, and Scott, I like what Vance Joseph had to say about blending the new with the old. Go Broncos. Hashtag Buckham. Well, yeah, I mean, if he is actually doing people say things, right? But if, yeah, and thank you, Gary. Sorry, I I jumped into the... uh, People say things. AKA, People say things. Vance but they don't back them lying? up. <laughs> if they don't back them up, you know, then it doesn't mean diddly. But if he actually is trying to progress and blending in new and old and, and trying to create something, you know, his own that that takes some of these greats, that's perfect. I mean, people, you people know, he talk. is, Tom. You people know, he good. is. Sean Payton pays attention to the defense. That's what I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, no, it's true. Trust me. I am not standing up for Vance freaking <laughs> Joseph. I am See, happy that it started well today. But when Sean Payton comes out today and he's saying, quote, I think he's an extremely good leader with Vance's calmness with him. He's a very good communicator. When yeah. he says he's an extremely good leader, I'm scratching my head like. Are we talking about the same guy that was, you know, like shaking at the press conference when he was introduced as head coach? Are we talking about the same guy that lost control of this football team and spiraled out of control? Uh, And we are right. So I guess as Sean Payton goes, Vance Joseph goes. What we need is a T-shirt that says. I'm not trying to defend Vance Joseph, but, but. That's what we <laughs> I'm not a VJ defender, but I absolutely <laughs> love it. If you have a t-shirt idea here at MHI, give us a shout out, man. We're all about the t-shirt company here that's at great. MHI. Uh, Kenny Abeta. Thank you so much for joining the show. A very generous $5. Super. Good evening, fellas. What did I miss tonight? Well, you know, you, you 
You missed Tom some hates stuff. Sean Payton. You missed that. <laughs> he doesn't like Sean Payton. He's happy to Sean Payton, the coach. He wouldn't go to church with Sean Payton, the man. Uh, no, just joke. All jokes aside, today was day two of minicamp, right? Minicamp's going to wrap up on Friday. Sean Payton pretty much said that, look, we're not having a field day. No goofy things like that or anything. We're here to work. We're here to practice. Kenny, it was a long practice today, man. Yeah. Uh, per Mike Kliss, it was about two and a half hours. That that definitely marks the longest practice uh, than, than most of the Sean Payton practices, OTAs, whatever you want to call them. Uh, there were also some cool little tidbits, Kenny, in Broncos country. Greek was there. Elway was there. Carl Mecklenburg was there today, I saw. That was kind of interesting. Man. Yesterday, yeah, Pat Sertan returning punts. You had some homage being paid to the late great kicker that had just passed away, Tom, right. right? I mean, Coach talked about this kicking style. Did you know anything about that yesterday? Because I was shocked when I learned yeah, I was about traveling, this. So I didn't, I didn't get to hear it. Um, I didn't get to hear what he had said. So it, you tell me, maybe I, maybe I know what he's talking about, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the gentleman that just passed away, Ring of Famer Jim Turner, God, God rest his soul, right? And thoughts and prayers to his family. Um, Broncos country loves this guy. Yeah, he's a Ring of Famer, right? I mean, what greater honor in the city than to be a Ring of Famer for your Denver Broncos? He kicked the ball in like a weird position. And what I mean by that, it was placed directly behind the center if you will. It's some weird little thing in NFL history. Um, you had damn well better look into this for your I'm show on Friday to. morning, maybe, you know, I don't know. I know. I'm an idea, man. I'm talking That's through right. things. Uh, but Sean Payton talked about that yesterday, how some of the centers and the O-linemen were worried that they were just going to get drilled in the butt with one of these footballs <laughs> from their kickers. They're still having tryouts. Speaking of kickers, uh, former Tennessee Titans kicker, Randy Bullock is in the mile high city, apparently trying okay. out for the Broncos. So, uh, finding a Brandon McManus replacement all these two, three weeks later, not as easy as maybe we thought. Yeah, you make that move without something already uh, kind of in your uh, pocket, then you're kind of scrambling, right? And unfortunately, it happened a little late. And I kept saying, if they were going to do that, why didn't they try, you know, if they, it was in their mind, try and grab a, you know, a late round kicker or try and go sign somebody. I, it was just, it was an odd thing all around, but now they're scrambling. So it's uh, it is definitely uh, it's definitely one of those things where they know they need a good kicker, but they didn't want to pay Brandon McManus to do it. So now they got to find somebody who can hopefully fill those shoes. We'll find it. We'll figure it out. We've got time. Training camp is you know it's a kicker here. We're not talking about developing you know any franchise stars. We don't mean <laughs> to disrespect kickers, right? You need a kicker. Period. Brandon right. McManus. Huge part of the Super Bowl 50 run. Can't take that away from the man ever. Elliot is crazy. I love it. Definitely getting my attention, just like us here on MHI, saying Sean Payton is going to help this franchise tremendously. Even if it takes a while, trading for him will be worth it. Elliot, I hope you're right. I tend to agree with everything that you're saying right there. One thing's for sure. The Walton Penner ownership will spare no expense at getting this franchise back on track when you look at what they gave up for trading for coach Sean Payton, what they gave up in free agency and getting these big money starters on the offensive line, uh, spent the most money period in the NFL free agency off season. That's, that's a, that's a huge indication right there that we're going to throw as many resources that we can as we can at this team and try to do things the right way. It doesn't mean that it's going to solve problems, but it's a huge step in the right direction of building a culture, building a nucleus, having something that you can hang your hat on at the end of the day in the NFL. And I, I really don't think it's going to take that long. I mean, you look at what he did to the Saints. They went three and thirteen the year before he got there, and they were, uh, I think, ten or eleven wins the next season. So, I mean, a lot of that had to do with bringing a, a quality quarterback to kind of push that over the top. But he doesn't mess around. I mean, he he's out there to win. He, his track record is he cares the most most about winning, and that's what he does. So, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, say it's going to take overly long for that those wins to start coming. Yeah. In. And it can't. I mean, the expectation is to win now. You're exactly right. I mean, it, I, I hope you're right, too, because I, I think it's going to be a quick turnaround. I, I get asked all the time. I'm sure you do, too. What's a successful season look like for the Broncos? And the fan of me wants to be like, oh, they're going to make the playoffs. Easy. Why? Because I believe in Sean Payton. Realistically, man, 
AFC West is loaded. I immediately just look to the AFC West and I'm like, three and three in the AFC West to me is progress. I've said that on this show. It's not acceptable. It's not where you want to end your your coaching career or expectations, but it's definitely a little bit of an improvement, and I think that you can sneak into the playoffs if you first do that in the division. GLP coming in real quick saying, I'm not saying VJ is going to be great, but let's get real. Sean Payton is running this show, and he makes average look great. If there was air horns, Gary, or if I could <laughs> scream or curse, man, I would do it because that gives me that gives me goosebumps, man. We're talking about a Denver Nuggets team that's celebrating their first championship. The best basketball player on the planet doesn't like the spotlight. He makes av- he makes average look great. He cares more about his teammates' success and happiness than he does for himself on the court. He just wants to do his job and then go home with his family and uh, race horses and drink beer and just be one of the guys. I mean, that is truly one of these comparisons that you're trying to make. And certainly Sean Payton's making that Gary, you know, Sean Payton's on the court watching all of this. Russell Wilson's out there watching all of it. I mean, you want to talk authentic and is Russell Wilson a phony? The, the Joker, Nikola Jokic is authentic as it gets so much to the point that sometimes the media turns on him. They try to poke fun at him, right? He's a little goofy. He's himself, man. And if this team can create an identity and just be themselves, that is what makes greatness. And that's what inspires playoff runs and championships. And Gary, I'm really excited for the season, brother. Yeah, I am too. I, I'm I'm actually up more optimistic than you are on the season. Uh, if the, if health holds, and that's what I keep saying, health, had they stayed healthy, they would have won more games, even under Nathaniel Hackett. Not that they're a playoff team or anything by that means, but it was so no. poorly run, but if they can stay healthy, they can keep their start. Cause there is talent on this team. And Sean Payton knows how to make those players play together with that talent. That's I think I think if they don't push for 10 wins, if they don't get to 10 wins, I think that's a disappointment. And I know that's I know that's a strong thing to say, but if you look at across the board on this team at every level, there's there's good players. And Sean Payton comes with a good pedigree. And uh, Russell Wilson had a good pedigree. He needs to put all that together. And if he can't, then that's going to be a failure. And if he does put it together together, that should equate to 10 wins. You know what else has talent? My trash can full of all the ideas of things that I have that I end up trashing because I think they're great. Just nobody else does. Um, That's what you got to deal with in the NFL too, right? You got to be willing to put your ego aside and you can be the most talented player in the world. Are you an effective teammate? Uh, are you a guy that comes in and puts out every single day? Are you a good friend? I mean, I don't mean to get elementary here, but we're human beings. We thrive on energy. We thrive on relationships. Look at what's going on with the Buffalo Bills right now, right? They got some little mega meltdown with Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen and Sean Dermott. I'm just like, good God, that would mess. Happy that's not going on here. At least yeah. I don't think it is. If it was, uh, we wouldn't even know about it because that building is locked down. James Richard has been in here. I love the Predator. It was actually the anniversary of the Predator yesterday when it came out. I think it was what 25 years um maybe More 30 <laughs> something like that right 90 i'm a 90 30 yeah i'm a 90 i'm a nine a 90s baby dude so i, I, I it's like one of my favorites <laughs> no really I think it did. i'm looking it up right oh now oh my god yeah. james richard thank you so much for the support brother and welcome to mhi a not so bold prediction we're talking records here's james's record Broncos go 10 and 10 and 7 slash 11 and 6. It'll be the run game and defense, however. Russell will be more like Russell. Let's say you. My first impression, James, you're like Tom. You like to hedge your bets. 10 and 7 or 11 and 6. Give me a final <laughs> number, baby. I need, I'm going to go ahead and take the 10 and 7. Uh, I think that's a very realistic expectation, man. James, you're tired of being the, the butt of everyone's joke. All your other NFL fans see your Bronco jersey. It might be a Russ jersey, and they're making fun of you. I'm done with that. Russ is done with that. I don't know if you saw him at the Nuggets game. He's looking lean. He's looking good. I know, I know, I know. Don't judge a book by its cover. Could be a good one. Could be a bad one. Um, our guy Cecil Lammy asked about this today, James. Now is the perfect time to tie in this question. Cecil, off the top rope over there. I said there were two questions today. One from Mike Liss, One from our guy Cecil Lammy, who was on this show a few weeks ago, calling Marvin Mims the best wide receiver on this football team. Cecil dropping some heat today. 
with Vance Joseph at the microphone. And he directly asked Vance Joseph, quote, does Russ still have it? And Vance Joseph kind of pauses for a second and he says, we know what Russ can be. That's coach's job. That's between them. Uh, I faced him in the NFC West and could tell you that he's a winner. And it was a very humble, honest, restricted response, if you will. But that's the big question. Can Sean Payton fix Russ? Yeah, absolutely. And Predator, 1987. I was right. Oh, you got it. Got it, Tom. Yeah, got him. (laughs) Yeah, so I'll just go ahead. You know, getting that question right, I'm going to go with ten wins. I'm going to say they're going ten and seven. I'm not going to hedge my bets. I think they can get to ten wins, and if they don't, (laughs) it's going to be a disappointment because I do think Sean Payton can fix Russell Wilson. And the reason why I say that is because I know people have talked about Drew Brees, and some people are on the fence about Sean Payton made him a Hall of Famer. You know, and some people say, oh, well, he was he went to a Pro Bowl. Well, he did. He, he was an OK quarterback before I went to a Pro Bowl. Sean Payton saw what he could do, and he created that offense for him. He saw that Drew Brees was a high percentage, high volume passer, and he went and did it. He's going to do the same thing with Russell Wilson, not the same style of offense, but he's, he knows what he can do. And he's going to he's going to go out there and create an offense not the one that they tried to create last year that they both thought they should do, but the real offense that he should be playing in and he's going to step up and that is going to create wins. Cause Russell Wilson, if you take away last year, people would, people would say he's, he's a winner. He goes out and wins games. He's going to do it again, starting in 2023. He's done it in dramatic fashion. Go look at Russell Wilson highlights. I know it's a, what have you done for me lately league, but there's some mile high magic attached to the Denver Broncos. Crazy things happen in this city, even on the road with these teams, man. And I do think Russell Wilson is going to have a revitalized portion of his career. Uh, played like hell last year, period. Unacceptable. You don't think he knows that? You don't think he's made adjustments? Uh, he's trying to prepare himself mentally for changes. He's embracing it. You have to surrender to the process sometimes guys. And I'm guilty of of it as much as anybody else. I hate change. I'm very resistant to it. I like things to just be going in their flow. I like things to be scheduled. I like things to be ordered. And that's not life, man. We have to adapt and we have to overcome. It's okay to live with a little bit of uncomfortability and evolve. And that's the big theme with Sean Payton guys. It's educating. He talks about it every single press conference. We have to give these guys resources. We have to teach each other. We have to compete. Otherwise, you get lost. You get archaic. The league passes you by. And that's exactly what you see. And that's why the expectations for this football team are so damn high. David coming (laughs) back in again, baby. And $2 super. Thanks, David. And Sean Payton, we trust. I rest my case. I think Broncos country definitely shares that uh, and echoes that philosophy as well. I mean, Sean Payton is supposed to be the savior of this Denver Broncos franchise, and he damn well had better be. Yeah, absolutely. And I keep going back to the thing, you know, a good leader tells you what you need to do, uh, even though it's not your uh, what you want, right? A good leader will put you in position to succeed, even if you don't think that's the right position, right? Because Sean Payton's going to do that for Russell Wilson, right? He's a they good challenge leader. you. Yep, he's going to. He's going because last year Nathaniel Hackett it wasn't a good leader, and Russell Wilson wanted to do something. Nathaniel Hackett let him do it, even the even if he didn't think that he should have, right? He right. didn't. He didn't have the. Uh, he didn't have the leadership ability to say no. That's not you. We can't do that. John Payne's not going to do that. He's going no. to put Russell Wilson in this position to succeed. And that's why I trust Sean Payton. I have nothing against Sean Payton as a football coach right. at all. I mean, as a coach, he's proven to be good. So, I, you know, it's uh, – and, and again, you know, he's he's going to keep those players around that buy into that philosophy. He's from Bill Parcells, you know. That was a, that was a huge thing, right? Bill Big Parcells. Tuna, baby. That's tuna. right. If you're not buying into the philosophy, you're gone. And but the wins have to come soon, so that's why he has to. He, what he's got to do, he's got to get them to buy in. He's got to start winning because once you start winning, then then everything's going to kind of fall into place. So I, I think he's going to start winning right away, and I think people are already buying in. If not, uh, they're they're unfortunately not on this team. And there's a few people that are are going to be uh, off the team that you know maybe people don't like seeing gone. 
Hold that thought for just a second, Thomas. I got to get to our guy, James Richard, who's coming in with a mega super. James, thank you so much. It's very generous of you. A huge $50 super chat on top of his previous super chats leading the evening tonight. Um, Very, very kind, generous. Thank you so much, sir. I think Denver's defense took 12th place last year. What's overlooked is Denver's defense was on the field more than any other defense last year. Denver's defense was on the field for more than half the time and still was just outside of the top 10. That stat alone, it's crazy. Yeah, and that's probably what led to a a lot of the injuries. You know, they were out there playing constantly and then they kept getting injured and injured. They They were a top three defense until the injuries took its toll. And once you lose your talent, you're you're not going to do as well. It's just the way it is. Talent does have a lot of effect. I don't care how great your coaching is and everything else. Yep. If you don't have At the talent level, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna get there. So from my perspective, it, you know you you could be right. They could have got just gotten worn out, and that's injuries started to happen. Uh, even though, you know, I've done a study. Of, you know, D's getting worn out is during game isn't really isn't really as true as people think it is based on the numbers, but bodies do wear out playing all the time will wear out bodies. And that could be, that could have led to some of those injuries, which dropped them down to 12th place when they should have been top five by the end of the season. Well, to piggyback to what you're saying, Sean Payton came in here and got rid of the old and came in with the new. And what I'm talking about is the nutrition staff, training staff. Um, There's a new way of doing things, and he's super excited to talk about it. If you want a really good answer from Sean Payton, talk about the weightlifting process. Talk about the nutrition aspect. What are guys eating? You know, things like that. Body calisthenics, movement, different exercises. Uh, It's super impressive to see that Sean Payton is all always on um, forward thinking. I think that's something that he is very excited about. He is always wanting to learn the next thing and try to add a new wrinkle to his game, and it keeps him current. That's what's gotten him uh, to this point and the success in his career. James, thank you so much, man. Uh, We're talking Vance Joseph, and you coming in talking about Denver's defense. I mean, that's another element that James is bringing up, and it's huge, James, and I, I salute you for bringing it up. There was a lot of success with Denver's defense last year, as injured as they were, as bewildered as they were, as frustrated as they were for being out there that long. I mean, Vance Joseph has a huge responsibility to not screw up the strength of that defense. Um, He also has the ability to reconnect with guys like Josie Jewell, Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson, who he coached in Houston. He called Kareem Jackson today. He's like, you know, it's funny talking about Kareem. I used to coach him down in Houston, his second year in Houston. And he said, we used to call call Kareem as a corner, the little fat kid. And I was just (laughs) like, Jesus, Vance, it's our first press conference back. Obviously feeling comfortable with K-Jack. And then he came back and he's like, you know, K-Jack to be playing, um, you know, at this stage in his career and at such a high level very complimentary but at the same time i was like dude i don't hate a fat kid at all quarterback <laughs> in the nfl you go back and watch i mean he's he was more athletic and leaner and everything then but he wasn't that fat kid but still vj man with some of these quotes dude you just yeah you just gotta love vj back in the mile high city well i gotta tell you all kidding aside about uh vance joseph and what he says and everything and but to think about what, what I'm going to judge his defense on as being a good defense, not necessarily if he winds up on at 12th or 15th, you know, somewhere in there or 10th, that's an okay season with me. What he has to happen though is more takeaways and the defense has to make that stop when it counts. That's because if the offense is better, the opposing offense is going to take more risks, try and score more points. So you're you're going to see probably more yards given up, yep. more points given up than, than last year. But do they make that play when it matters? And if they do that consistently, then I'll get on the Vance Joseph bandwagon. And that comes with creating turnovers. You and String Guy both, man. I'm, I hear you. And you got to see results, right? It's like Shannon Sharp says all the time, who left Fox, by the way. Shocker. Uh, you know, my eyes work better than my ears. And I hear you guys. You, String Guy, rest in Broncos country. Patrick, I wanted to give you a shout out real quick, man. I saw you come in on the chat. First time on YouTube and getting in the live chat. Aloha from Hawaii. 
Uh, Patrick, thank you so much, man. I try to give, we try to give as many shout outs as we can, because the most valuable thing that we have on this planet in this life is time. And you guys are rocking with us finishing up MHI here on the Wednesday night. James coming back again, dude, heavyweight hitter, James, the predator, Richard. That's I probably shouldn't say it that way. It doesn't sound too, too good. We'll, we'll <laughs> clean that up, James. I got to come up with a different name, you know, because the predator is one of my favorite movies. Carl Weathers is one of my favorite actors. Oh, really? um, yeah, dude. Carl, like, come on, man. Carl Weathers also in happy Gilmore. Uh, Chubbs Peterson, dude. Like, Death Hunt, come man. on, man. A nineties baby again, you gotta, dude. You like gotta watch death hunt. Then if you love, if you love, I've Carl seen Weathers, it. Yeah, I, it's so good. Rock and, and Rocky. Uh, you know, Death he's Hunt's Apollo Creed. He's Death Apollo Hunt's Creed, man. Like, how can you not hate on Carl Weathers? Maybe I got to oh, call I love James. Carl Weathers. I just was surprised to hear you say that he's one of your favorite actors. I love Carl Weathers. Death Hunt, he was incredible. In. He's the 90s cheesy actor that everyone <laughs> loved, man, that was on roids and Jackson. juiced up. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> James, maybe we're, I'm going to call you Apollo. Maybe we'll do an Apollo <laughs> nickname for James. I don't know, man. Huge heavy hitter. Thanks for the support, brother. Uh, if Russell, so Judy, much. and Mims can keep that defense with stamina look out uh yeah so james talking about you know if this offense is supposed to be all it's made out to be these wide receivers are supposed to be it russ is supposed to be it the defense is supposed to be getting some support and that's huge just like james coming in again back to back yeah. fives james thank you absolutely huge saying we even lost almost a handful of games by seven points or less all we need is an average offense because this broncos defense is ridiculous yeah, I mean, it's not always a harbinger for uh, the next season, you know, losing uh, by a few scores or less. It, it does a little bit. I did a, a study on it uh, last year, I guess, so I'll have to dig it back up. But, you know, you, you got, you've got a good point. They were close, and, you know, if you had an offense that could hold up their weight, they probably would have won more games last year. So you uh, kind of hitting the nail on the head. Hopefully this defense is as good as last year and stays healthy. Boom, Clayton coming in with last-minute Facebook love. Thanks so much, Clayton. Evening, guys. Been working a ton of hours. Smash that like button and share. Going on vacation. Going to Florida again, man. Have a great nice. vacation, every yeah. everybody, dude. Enjoy your summer plans. We're in the middle of summer. Training camps around the corner. But be sure to make time with your friends, your family. Michael's definitely echoing that in the chat as well i mean friends family so important i mean we only get one life and uh we appreciate you guys rocking with us tonight james you're a heavy hitter we absolutely appreciate it if you would like to get at tom on twitter that's at thomas hall nfl yours truly at luke patterson lp head on over to the mothership on twitter that's at mile high huddle if you'd like to grab yourself a hat shirt coffee mug gift for a friend a birthday whatever mhhmerch.com get your swag on grab yourself some mhi gear you're going to go ahead and catch thomas on friday for legends a mile high then you'll catch him again back to back friday and saturday saturday night him and ron and white orange and blue that's going to be coming at you at 6 p.m mountain um fun show man it always goes by so fast and the chat was absolutely rocking tonight it's one of my favorite sure things was. to see new people come in and sound off don't be nervous we're not one of those shows that attacks people we're not one of those shows that can't agree with each other so we're just going to be mad that's not us we want to welcome you we want to welcome your opinion that grows broncos country that gives us the energy that we need for football in the mile high city so thanks a lot tom man a great show thank you yeah, I love it. Yeah, and and like I always say, you may be afraid to ask a question because you you know for whatever reason we all learn from it. You know, we're yep. here talking. We learn from your comments, so please jump yeah. in the chat and, and yeah. we love hearing from you. But none of us claim. Show. Yeah, none of us claim to be an expert, right? We do our best with uh, what we've got, and what we've got is you. And you guys absolutely rock our show. If you're too shy, you're a little nervous, like Tom said, reach out to us directly on Twitter, man. We respond to every message that comes to us. I know Tom does. I do. Scott does. Chad does. A lot of us do here at MHH. Thomas is at Thomas Hall NFL. Again, yours truly at Luke Patterson LP. Broncos country, stay tuned. Good things are coming. This is the way. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos.